Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Smith, joined by Mr. Mobile himself, Blake Lane. And as you can see at the bottom of the screen tonight, a very special guest. Y'all know we love us some Auburn Tiger baseball. Here to reflect on the season, talk about what's coming for the future of this Auburn Tigers program, our guy Tanner Bauman. Tanner, how you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing good. Thank y'all for having me. Yes, sir, I do. We're, we're fired up to have you, man. We've been teasing it on Twitter for a couple weeks. We wanted to kind of let you guys get that season out the way, man. And uh, let's just start right there, man. We're going to jump right into it. Um, five and ten, Tanner. Five and ten after a disappointing series in Tuscaloosa. And then you guys really turned it around. And the scary thing for me and Blake was, we you know, we talk about all, every week. We were like, dude, you still got a trip to South Carolina. You still got LSU coming. It looked pretty daunting. But mm-hmm. you guys just kind of stayed together. So kind of like a two-parter here, just one – now that you've had a couple of days to kind of decompress, just what are your overall thoughts on the season? And then two, what was it about the team that you guys kind of stayed together in that moment and were able to turn it around and ultimately win 17 games in the SEC, which is uh, in itself is a hell of an accomplishment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, first off, you know, obviously it's not not the ending we wanted. Um, right. You know, it's our coaches and our and our fans and our players have done such a, a great job of building building a culture here, a winning culture to where, you know, it feels like if we don't get to Omaha, it's not really, it's not really a great ending, you know? So to go 0-2 in your own regional, it's not the best feeling, but I'm still extremely proud of of everyone on this team and, and all the fans for coming out and, and the coaches for doing such a great job and, and sticking with us the whole year. And then just, you know, the reason why I think we just, we finished out so strong going into the tournament is just, is just leadership, man. Like guys yeah. like how I, you can't even like, you could just hear Coach Thompson talking about it all the time, but like the impact that he has had on not just myself, but 15, 30, 25 other guys in that locker room is just amazing. Guys like him, Bobby Pierce, Nate LaRue, um, you know, they just do a, such a great job of keeping us up and, and believing that we belong here. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I was kind of, you kind of answered my question. My next question was going to be just about those guys. How much did Nate LaRue mean to you? How much did Case and how those guys mean to you coming from Juco into this SEC? Yeah. Well, Nate specifically, you know, him, him being back there, you know, right. not having the best year he wanted to have hitting wise, he just did such a great job of, of getting to know his pitchers on each level, knowing who each guy was, what their strengths was, what their weaknesses, what they could do to help this ball club. Just kind of being a great, a great dude back there and just just always keeping us locked in and and 
you know, focusing on what we got to get done. And then obviously Cason, you know, it's, it's just, you can't even stop talking about how an impact Cason right. does. It's like, it's so hard to explain because he's just a natural born leader. So like, you know, after baseball, I know he's going to find a way to be a leader, maybe a coach. He'll be a, a great coach somewhere one day or something like that. So it's just awesome. With Nate, uh, with Nate leaving, I mean, most likely, does he have a COVID year he could he could use? I mean, I know it kind of seems like he's I using, but doesn't he have a year he could? I'm pretty sure he does have one more year. I yeah. have no idea what's going on with Yeah, him, well, Nate, if you see this, brother, if you want to, man, we'd love to have you back. But, uh, you know, <laughs> all it, yeah, for sure. But it's point, let, let's say that everything goes chalk and he leaves. Um, you think it's going to be Ike back there? And have you have you thrown any uh, – has, has Ike caught for you any? Ike has. He's caught for me. He caught some games this year, actually, you know, when we had – Yeah, he like, came in there a couple, yeah. Maybe like a pinch hit or something. Ike's, I mean, Ike's got one of the best arms I've ever seen behind the dish. So, you know, really? the, talent, the talent's there for sure. So, uh, maybe they try him as a catcher or, you know, somehow you got to get him to play somewhere because he's just – he has one of the best yeah. in the country, you know. So, mm-hmm. it could be him, Carter, you know, all those guys. So, we just got to – we got to figure out – Who's going to be the best the best guy behind the plate next year? What's that work ethic like for an eighteen year old like Ike? I mean, it looks like the dude's already a pro, man. I mean, he had just has he's just got God given gifts, but that kid really? worked yeah. so hard, so hard for a freshman too. He just has the way he thinks and goes into at bats. I'm not a hitter, but just like you can tell when someone knows what they're doing and like the approach that they have going into a, a batter's box. He's he has the most confidence I've ever seen for an eighteen year old. Step into a, a say it, Blake. Say it, Blake. I know you want to say it. Well, who is he? I've said it multiple times, man. <laughs> it's major Juan Soto vibes. Like <laughs> he does, he does do it a little bit because you you see him when he's locked when he's really locked in. He'll he'll look right at that picture and he'll he'll shake his head. Be right, you know what I'm saying? So he's he's always locked in. Yeah, bro. It, it's uh it's special to watch him and and I actually retweeted uh, Auburn's tweet today and and he got freshman. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it's insane how good he is. And and I said, hey, look, he's going to have a statue outside of Plainsman one day. I believe he's truly that good. Here. I mean, yeah. just his work ethic. I just know his ceiling so high like this. Just because just because he's a freshman All-American this year doesn't mean he's going to be an All-American. You know, he's going to. Sorry, said that the wrong way. Because he's a freshman All-American this year doesn't mean he's not going to be an All-American next year. I mean, I just yeah. going to keep getting better and just keep putting up numbers and keep getting better. And, and then. Whenever the time comes, he's going to have a great professional career. Go ahead, Blake. Uh, Tanner, look, man, I, I wanted to start here uh, with you, and and I know you went the JUCO route, and now you're at Auburn University, and you were a big arm force. And, you know, I, I played JUCO ball a year here in Alabama, and and I know the struggle and the grind of, of the <laughs> JUCO route. Uh, and, you know, I wanted to ask you the difference between Juco ball uh, and the SEC level of play, uh, just you jumping from there to Auburn. Well, you know, the first thing I tell everyone whenever they ask me about my Juco experience is I say, if you go to if you go play Juco ball, you better love baseball because mm. that's all you're doing. You mm. you're, you're playing ball and going to school. There's there's nothing else but that. So um, the difference is just it, the best. It, this is the best. or amateur baseball in the country um it's you know you just you can't compare it to anything else man like like we were talking about earlier just it's it's basically it's basically playing like minor league ball as a college student that's that's what it is and you know granted juco guys are are really talented as well and a lot of them go on to power fives and even getting drafted but there's you can't compare it to the sec you know secs they're at the top and it's it's there's nothing like it yeah, Tanner, uh, w- what was one thing 
what was the one thing about Auburn that made you when they started recruiting you that made you want to pick Auburn? Just just the people here. Um, it's different. It's different here. When I took my I I think I might have come to Auburn one time being a Florida kid growing up. I came to maybe I think I came one time before this and it was for maybe two days. And when I got here, I didn't know what to expect. And just mm-hmm. I'm from the first day I stepped foot here, it just felt like it was home. The coaches, I mean, we have the, some of the best coaches in all of America with their resumes and all that stuff. And then just the people here are just, they're second to none. They're just, it's just a great environment. It's a great place to get an education and it's a great, even better place to play baseball. I love that answer. Uh, and, and one thing I wanted to touch on here is, is Dustin mentioned the five and 10 start to the SEC. What were the clubhouse vibes and what was Butch Thompson's message after that Alabama series? Uh, when, you know, you, you got a bus ride back to Auburn, a two-hour ride, and the media, the college baseball media, D1 baseball, uh, I know that we, uh, t- me and Dustin have talked about it on an episode. Uh, everybody's saying the postseason is gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Auburn's, you know, they're not going to make it. Uh, that you were on the first five out list in, in the bracketology as they do in college baseball. Uh, what were the vibes and what was uh, Butch's message, man? Yeah, and I think – you know, after we got that Friday night win in Alabama, we, we knew we had to steal one more. We knew we had to win the series mm-hmm. in Tuscaloosa. And just, you know, losing two in a row, it, it really hurt us because we knew that that could have been our season right there just because mm. you got to look at it. We had South Carolina, who was number two at the time, coming off a sweep against Florida. And then we had number one LSU at home, who was – I think they won eight straight SEC games in a row. And then you got a guy that, like you got to face Paul Skeens on Friday night, you know, stuff like that. So we knew it wasn't going to be easy, and we kind of just had a little meeting and just just talk like, hey, like, we've done too much to go out like this, man. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no more pressure. There's there's none. We're 5 and 10 mm-hmm. in the SEC. Let's go out there and play some baseball. You know, so I think just, like, realizing, man, it's just a game. Like, we got to just go out there and just have fun again because we're putting too much pressure on ourselves each game. Like, we got to win. We got to win instead of just going out there and doing doing what we love. Well, Tanner, I know after the games and everything, you guys meet up right there uh, in the dugout, and uh, there's some dog tags that are passed out and everything. Uh, what's up with the dog tags, man? Yeah, so uh, BT at the beginning of the year just um, – we did uh, a thing called Operation Eagle Eye. We had uh, a man named uh, Major Gampson come in and kind of like – it was kind of like our Omaha challenge. Just did like some workouts, and like he kind of just gave us these dog tags to resemble a brotherhood. That like, and there's three dog tags that we give out for each game, and that's for the players of the game, just the guys that you know made the biggest impact in the game, and and uh, were the biggest reason for why we won and all that stuff. So it's it's got a lot of meaning behind it, just kind of just bringing us all together and and uh, showing us that you know we're a brotherhood. Mm, I like that. I like that. That's uh that's a Butch Thompson special. And oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Tanner, I, I want to move out to the bullpen. Uh, because you guys brought some excitement out there. And, you know, early on in the season, everybody on Twitter wanted to bash you guys. And, and uh, you know, the bullpen's going to be the death of this team. And, you know, it was it was just all over the place, right? Uh, do you guys do you guys see that on social media? Uh, do you stay off of social media? Uh, do, you, do you just lock in to baseball 24-7? Well, me personally, you know, I, I don't really try to – I don't like getting on social media when it's, it's season and all that stuff. But I know some guys were definitely definitely dealing with some problems. And, you know, we had a lot of freshmen and new guys with inexperience. So the first thing they want to do is 
is, you know, see what people are thinking after they might have had a bad outing or a good outing. So I understand it, but man, it was, it was a, it was, it was daunting in the, in the beginning of the year just because we had so many guys that just, they didn't know their roles and they didn't know, they didn't know what they were doing wrong. You know, they didn't know like how they could, how they could help this team win and all that stuff. So it was definitely a struggle at the beginning of the year in that bullpen for sure. You know, like we were talking about a while ago off off recording, uh, the, you know, a lot of puppies out there. And I know if you listen to this podcast, you probably get tired of me saying it throughout the year, but it was the truth. Uh, and we were just we were just babies out there for for majority of the year. And, and the the light switch happened and, and you know, it, you guys turned it on and, and it was awesome. But I think one thing uh, that really helped this bullpen out, Tanner, was the dancing all right the uh, you know they started showing they started showing the auburn bullpen and especially, i mean uh, you guys out there were cutting the rug brother i mean who who started this who come up with it who my, my real my real question is is who choreographed those dances i can tell you who started that right now it's definitely will cannon man <laughs> I, I, I promise you that it had to be Will Cannon. That man, that's the clown on the team right there. He's just he's just a goofy kid who loves to have fun and and stay loose at all times. The energy that he brings uh, on the bump uh, is does that rub off on others? It does. It does because you see him go out there and and you know you see him bring all this energy after he wins us a game. You're like, yeah, I want to do that. You know, I want to do that. Like, I want to I want to do what he's doing. So his competitive spirit's unmatched, man. He's he's our most competitive our most competitive pitcher and he's never afraid of a moment and he's never afraid to shine whenever, whenever it calls for it. I love that. Uh, I, I loved watching him uh, go out there and, and just, just compete, man. And look, I know the dude gave up a grand slam walk off at Georgia tech, but what he did to just even give that. that yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. he come in with bases loaded, no outs and, and just said, Hey, here you go. Uh, and, and uh, he he's a heck of a competitor, mm-hmm. and that's a term I use on this podcast a lot. Is is a competitor? Just be a competitor, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I saw that out of each one of you guys this year, uh, Tanner. But talking about Will, uh, how close is that friendship, and uh, how have you guys come to know each other so well? Yeah, that's my brother, man. Um, we've gotten really close over the last year, just you know, being uh, roommates and being in the bullpen together, and kind of having similar roles. Um, I was usually the guy to uh, in mid relief to get get it to Will for the ninth inning, so just kind of just and we were throwing partners too, so just kind of talking to him and just kind of I wouldn't say teaching each other, but just trying to going through a process of how we can make each other better was a big was a big thing for us because you know we're both competitors and we both at the end of the day just want to make our team better. Yeah, you can definitely tell that out there, man, and and the way both of you guys feed off of each other. Uh, you just you love to see it as an Auburn fan. I know the future is so bright, Tanner, and uh, we're excited for next year. And like I said a while ago, that as an Auburn fan, there is no way uh, anybody can be mad at what this team did. And and just the 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 simple fact that you guys overcome the five and ten, and you got to host a regional for the first time ever, back to back years, Auburn host. Uh, that speaks volumes from where we used mm-hmm. to be. Uh, myself and Dustin growing up uh, just absolutely eat, sleep, breathe Auburn sports. And and mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, Tanner, we don't miss a pitch, brother. And uh, yeah. it, it's – even when the games are on the radio and you're playing 
uh, you're playing Southeast Louisiana State. We don't miss a pitch. Uh, Walking around the living room in a circle with Andy playing on the on the radio. I love it. I love it. We love and, we love fans like y'all, man. We just we love it. And and you know, we we had Coop on here at the very beginning of the year. He was going through the injury, and and he was such a good guy. We talked about his transfer uh, from Kansas and and uh, him coming to Auburn and just what a big piece that he ended up being uh, to this team. Uh, the guy, uh, I know my favorite memory of Coop this year was you guys were at Ole Miss and the bases were loaded. and slam, I, baby, yeah. yeah I, I'm on YouTube and I was like, oh, wow, here's Coop. This is the perfect guy that you want up at the plate. Next pitch, bang, grand slam. And uh, it, my reaction was, uh, was priceless. So, uh, But we did a thing. We did a little segment, Tanner, with – uh, Coop and we were kind of just getting to know who he was off the baseball diamond, right? And uh, and we were just asking him some simple life questions. And Dustin, I know you want to kick this thing off, and I'll yeah. let you ask Tanner. Um, well, before I before we start, I have one more baseball question for you, Tanner. I just uh, I've always wanted to ask an Auburn athlete this, and yeah. um, I've, I've could we got we had Coop before the season, so he had you know we had an, it was right there at the start of the season, but um. I grew up in this, man. I've been an Auburn fan from the jump. Uh, I've actually told uh, uh, Zach, Zach Crotchfeld's mom, she had thanked us, you know, just for how we covered y'all, you boys this season. And I told her, like, 1997, um, Heath Kelly was a starting shortstop. And my dad knew Heath, uh, knew his father. They worked together. And I got to go down in the game after we had played LSU, got to run the bases, hang in the dugout with Tim Hudson, Hal Bird, all those guys, you know, and that's – um that's just kind of one of my first Auburn baseball memories. So Auburn, you know, it, it means a lot to me, man. And um, when you when you guys go and you play a game like Alabama, because I know it didn't end the way you wanted, but forget the results. My question is, because like for me, that whole week leading up to that, right, as a long term Auburn fan, I got butterflies in my stomach. It's just, yeah. oh shit, we're about to play Bama kind of thing. And yeah. then for you, that Friday night leading into that series, like you're finally getting a taste of. What well, me and Blake say all the time, and this isn't a homer take, the best rivalry in sports. What is that feeling like in your stomach when you're like, man, I'm about to be playing for something right here? That even even people that that don't watch Auburn baseball all year tune in for that series because it means something to them. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? It all started in the fall when we played them. Mm-hmm. I didn't really I, I understood that you know the football rivalry and all that stuff, but I didn't know right. how, how big the baseball was rivalry was yeah. going into it. So going and playing them in a fall game and having that many fans there was I got butterflies, you know, just because like I was right, like, right. this is a this is a fall baseball game, the in-state right. rivalry here. And then, so you know, the Friday night when I got the chance to throw against them, and luckily we got the win. It was it was butterflies. It was it was I was probably one of the most more fun games, just because you know just the the hate that Alabama fans have for us, and just you know going yeah. on the field and getting that first win against him was was one of the best feelings we had this season. So I hear you. So, yeah, but like Blake said, dude, we wanted to get to this, uh, just kind of get to know you, man. This to me is uh, how much how much I like somebody as to what extent is a very important question to me. I, I'm going to judge you a lot off this one, buddy. Okay. Um, I'm riding in the car with you, okay? We got a long drive ahead of us. Okay. Who are the three artists that I'm going to hear Tanner Bauman put on? Oh, gosh. Top three. Top three artists. All right. Could, could your boy Coop said Drake. And uh, I can't remember the, we, I can't remember we, the other. Me and Coop are roommates, and we listen to Drake a lot. Okay. Well, Drake's got to be in there. All Drake's right. got to be in there because Drake just has so many different t- styles of music. So it's he just, pray, he cranks out hits. Um, 
Oh. You know, I got to go with one country guy. Let's go Parker yeah, McCollum. Sure. Parker McCollum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, my gosh, it's a lot of pressure. You're putting a lot of pressure on me. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Uh, you know who I used to love listening to before games was Pop Smoke, but he, he passed away. But yeah. he, was, he, was, he was a really good artist. I liked him. Okay, I, old I, old country. Let me ask you this. You got to pick one. George Strait or Alan Jackson? Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson over George Strait. Okay. I like it. I've seen Alan Jackson live a couple times. I love Alan Jackson. He's going to kill me if I don't say Alan Jackson. Okay. My dad would kill me if I didn't stick up for George. Okay. okay. See, you know how it works then. You know how it works. Yeah, for sure. What you got, Blake? Oh, man. Uh, this was this is a big one for me uh, right here, Tanner. Uh, what is your favorite thing to do outside of baseball at Auburn University? Outside of baseball at Auburn University. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a being a, a Florida kid, definitely got to say the beach, man. That's okay. Uh, being in some type of body of water, going on a boat, you know, fishing, um, getting out into nature and going out there, that's that's probably the best thing that I like to do, just getting getting away from baseball and going and enjoying yeah. life, stuff like that. Love that. Uh, what Florida, yeah. Tanner? I'm in Pensacola. Jacksonville, Jacksonville Florida. Okay. Yeah, love that tenor. I'm right here in Mobile, so uh, it's it's you're near some water, water, so you're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, one thing I gotta ask you here is is the best thing to eat in Auburn because I know this is a mm-hmm. major hot topic. Uh, it gets on, it gets hot on Twitter. You know what? We had this discussion like two weeks ago because we, <laughs> we were trying to figure it out. Um, I gotta go with you know what's pretty good. Uh, Big Mike's. Okay. The steakhouse. Big, yeah, big mics. Like, yeah. I've been hearing that. Yeah. Where the hound's pretty good. Oh, um, there's a barbecue place. Oh, bow and arrow is really good. I'm going with bow and arrow, actually. Okay. That place right. is really good. Bow and arrow. Yeah. All right, Tanner, I gotta ask you this one. Uh iPhone or Android? iPhone, just because I have an iPhone. Okay. All <laughs> right. Uh and Lastly, man, that that I have for you uh, is I know you grew up a Florida kid, mm-hmm. uh, Jacksonville. Was it Florida State, Florida, or Miami? It was Florida. Mm. My so my my dad and my sister were diehard Florida State fans, and me, my mom went to the University of Florida, and she kind of took me under her wing as as a diehard Florida fan. So I was a diehard Florida fan until until college. Mm. Yeah, I, well, I'm glad you're a diehard Auburn fan. Yeah, now. and it felt really good to go to Florida <laughs> and get that win against them. Felt really good. Yeah, man, that was one of those series that we were just uh, we just let it get away from us. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you guys, uh, you played your asses off all year, and 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 I'm damn proud of you. And mm-hmm. uh, when we get on here and we recap these these games and everything man we uh just know that we care about each and every one of you and and i said this the other night when we did our regional uh our regional recap is is uh, you know we 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 watch every pitch and we uh we had coop on and now we're having you on and and uh, we genuinely care about each and every one of you we care about the coaches we care about the fans and you know I know that, that, like I said earlier, the casual fan might sit here and say, oh, well, they went 0-2. The season was a disappointment. But me and Dustin want you and everybody on that ball team to know uh, that that 
we we love you guys, man, and 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 we'll tell you straight up that you weren't a disappointment. Uh, you brought a lot of joy to I know me and Dustin, uh, and and we're damn proud of each and every one of you just for the resiliency throughout the year and everything you faced. Because if you are a casual Auburn fan, this is a team that lost their ace pitcher uh, at at the mm. very beginning of the year. I was at opening day. I, uh, I, that opening weekend, I watched him throw 50 pitches in five innings, and uh, and then Man. to hear to hear that he's done for the year, it hurt. And uh, yeah. and that's the that's one of the last things I wanted to ask you, Tanner, before we let you get out of here, mm-hmm. is to lose a guy like Gonzo. And I know it had to throw you from the bullpen to a starting role. It had to throw Will from the bullpen to a starting role. And then you both are going in and out of you don't know what your role is because you're having to start a Friday night game. Will's having to start the next week. And then you're getting bumped to Saturday. And then Drew Nelson's in and out. Like, you guys, you didn't know. And Mm -hmm. so how tough was that? to just overcome that and figure out your role and losing a guy that meant so much like Gonzo uh, and just this pitching staff just fully coming together, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Gonzo felt like the the one piece at the beginning of the year that we knew was going to be that Friday night or that Saturday, that Saturday guy, you know, he, we knew, we just thought like he's going to be our guy every week. You know, he's not going to lose that weekend spot. He's earned it with the year he had last year and just the greatness that he's shown. So losing a guy like him was, was hurt, uh, really hurt. And, you know, but um, I just think it made a lot of guys learn a lot because, you know, having to, for me, having to be a starter, doing mid relief, closing some games, I think it just, it helped us grow a lot. And like guys like Drew Nelson and Crouchfeld and, and Will and and all those guys that got to experience different types of roles, they now realize that they're comfortable and, and and they can actually they can actually perform no matter what the circumstances are. So I just think it Joseph's injury kind of kind of helped us in a way by just by just teaching some guys that you know you gotta you can't make excuses for one, losing one guy when you know at the end of the day it's just baseball and all you gotta do is just play catch with the catcher um, no matter if you're starting relieving or closing the game whatever it is you know so it, it really hurt but i thought a lot of guys learned from it for sure mm. well tanner uh before we let you out of here i know we do this little thing uh every episode dustin i'm gonna give you the floor man your final thoughts your final words uh before we let tanner hop out. yeah just appreciate you you know appreciate your time tanner uh look forward to what you got cooking up next year man we know you boys are going to come back with a vengeance um when you said you're from jacksonville i had to ask you man you're a jacks fan i am duval baby you know how all right dude so what's, up, what's up with Trevor Lawrence, man? Because I'm telling you, I think y'all, I think y'all are set to roll out. Back to football season, me and Blake did like a, a just kind of NFL thing, having some fun. And I told him, I'll say this, under dude, like I'm not bashful with this one. Y'all about to run the AFC South for the next ten years. That gets a player. I think, player I think great we game. are. I think we are. It was the Titans for a little bit, but they're at that. They got right. that little quarterback situation going on. You know, mm-hmm. with Will Levis and and the guy from I think Liberty last year. Yeah. Malik Malik Willis. Yeah. Yeah. So if if Trevor keeps playing consistent football how he's been playing, we're we got a good chance. We just got we got to get past those Chiefs, man. That's <laughs> yeah, Holmes is not going anywhere, you know. No sir. So losing no, them last year hurt, but was, they're good, man. So that's how you beat them, man. I'm a Bucks fan. You got to get after him. You got to get after him how we did in that Super Bowl. You just got to put pressure on Patrick, and even then he'll be diving sideways. 
sidearm throwing dimes 50 yards down the field. So there's only so much that you can do, man. Um, last one I got for you, Tanner, as we go into the offseason here, brother, what's the part of your game that uh, you're going to try to improve on and just work on? Just getting stronger, man. I, I feel like, um, you know, I'm, I'm holding back a little bit of strength, you know, maybe in the lower half. So just I want to just really take a little break away from baseball, maybe for three, four weeks and just kind of just get my mind right um, in the weight room and, and just making my body recover to be able to get ready for the next year and all that stuff. So just getting stronger, mentally preparing, right. um, just all that stuff. Yeah, well, I just – I cross on everything Blake said, man. Um, I, I don't know how you frame a season, you know, where – because like Butch said, the expectation at this point is for Auburn baseball to win games in Omaha. And I know that's what y'all wanted to do. So I know as competitors, you guys are, are disappointed. But um, we're proud of y'all, man. We're proud of the fight that y'all put up all year. And just thank you for coming on, buddy. I appreciate y'all. If there's anything I can do to help y'all, let me know. And I appreciate you all for uh, having me on today. Yeah, Tanner, we enjoyed it, man. And we'll definitely get you back on. And uh, and as always, we'll wrap this one up. And uh, we'll leave y'all with a war damn eagle. And we'll war catch y'all on the next one. We're out. Yeah.